Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched I'm a Virgo. On, what was this, on Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. From that day forward, I knew nothing would stop me from achieving greatness. Do you want to tell everybody what this show is about and how it relates to the experience of being black in America? Yeah, I feel like I'm the appropriate person for that. <laughs> this is about a 13-foot-tall black man. Well, I guess but he's like 19-year-old. 19, yeah. Uh, whose parents have kept him secluded away because the world isn't ready to see him. Also, in this world, there is an Iron Man-type superhero <laughs> Iron Man type superhero and also uh, we learned during this episode that uh, gigantic people are like a once in a generation type thing so he's not the first giant person that the world knows of this was this was a weird one yeah um, made by Boots Riley the guy who made um, sorry about that sorry sorry to bother you sorry to bother you which was a movie that I really enjoyed and I feel like for the movie, sorry to bother you, that unless you are or have been a bill collector, you just don't get that movie. That's an interesting um, <laughs> hill to die on there. <laughs> uh, maybe that's all the sarcastic <laughs> civil commentary we need to do, because I don't think that there's going to be any discussion of this show that uh, won't touch on race and <laughs> That the whole show is just dripping with it to the point where I was just describing to Kathy like the the vague plot points of this, and she was like, "Huh, so a not so thinly veiled allegory about the black experience in America?" And I said, "It the veil doesn't even begin to describe it." <laughs> I did enjoy it, and and I'm a Virgo. Cool. Yeah. What's that mean about you? Are you going to grow to be 13 foot tall? <laughs> I got close. <laughs> did you Did you enjoy it? Are you going to watch more? I will probably watch more. But I'll, preface, I'll, I'll append that by saying, but I won't be surprised if I don't. <laughs> right. Yeah, me too. That That's exactly how I feel. Like I watched that first episode. It's like, ooh. Oh, especially with like the cliffhanger at the end of the first episode. What was the cliffhanger again? The cliffhanger. Okay. So the broad strokes of this episode are he grows up. What's the word? He grows up in seclusion. His parents seclude him and do their best to hide him from the world because throughout history, these giant people have popped up and eventually historically been ostracized and come to a tragic end i feel like their hearts in the the right place but not not doing i mean what they should do is teach him how to play basketball but uh so they do that then he starts questioning things he starts like sneaking out he gets some friends he gets in a little scuffle the Iron Man type superhero played by Walter Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins from Righteous Gemstones and The Wire. 
is watching TV and sees like a news report about the this 19 year old like in a bar just like causing a little ruckus gets in like a bar fight and <laughs> slaps five people at the same time <laughs> and uh then it cuts to the parents watching it the same news report and they're like okay i guess it's time and they go to like a secret panel in their living room and like punch in a little code and the wall opens up it's like these gigantic guns and then that's where it leaves off and i was just like okay i guess let's see where this is going yeah i felt the same way about it there they there's if if this is the way the first episode ends, because I definitely saw it going that plate, like going that direction at some point during the show, but for it to end on that first uh, episode like that, I I there's got to be what eight episodes to this show, ten episodes to this show. Yeah, where the fuck is this show going to go? Yeah. Oh, so when this show first came out, I saw it pop up on my, I got a Fire Stick, and. I saw the title and like the the um, still that they used, and I wrote it off as some like YA bullshit. I agree. Um, also, the title is uh, it was the font they used for the title that reminded me of like the Fault in Our Stars, right? And so I had that distinct thought as well, right? So I was like, well, not gonna watch that, and then a week or two later, something popped up about it, and I like read like. Boots Riley made it, and uh, it had superheroes in it. And I was like, fuck, we're doing it for the podcast, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that was the right choice, probably. This this one, this show was weird enough that either this podcast episode is going to be great because we're just going to keep bouncing off of weird shit, or it's just going to be us retelling all the weird shit that happened without anything to add because i don't know what i have to add to this show it was bonkers bananas yeah well i want to touch on something i alluded to earlier go for it in the episode if there was a 13 foot tall player on the san antonio spurs Mm -hmm. would you like that or would you be like all right this is boring like how much the draft just happened? We got pretty close. It oh. was a seven foot five guy with like a ten foot long wingspan. So yeah, who's smacked Britney Spears? Well, his security <laughs> did. <laughs> He's going to be exciting to watch. A thirteen foot tall person is not going to be exciting to watch. How much of a sports team's responsibility is winning, and how much of a sports team's responsibility is? packaging an entertaining thing to watch you have picked either the very right team or the very the very worst team to highlight that on because historically this is a team that has won what four championships now and have been described as one of the most boring teams to watch in the history of the nba right i disagree with that but I didn't give a shit. Maybe it's because they were winning. I didn't give a shit that it was quote unquote boring. Tim Duncan as their their superstar for all of those years was the most boring superstar on the face of the planet. But it was fantastic to watch. Now, if his sole gimmick is he's 13 foot tall and he just puts the ball in the hoop the whole time and doesn't develop a game around that. 
why would he need to? I think at some point somebody would find a way. Somebody would find a way. I just don't know what that way would be to okay. combat that. I just don't know what it is. Like some Harlem Globetrotters bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to do like Wilt Chamberlain, like just start making rules to try to try to rein him in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because uh, he would just end up being the ultimate cherry picker. He wouldn't fucking travel back and forth on the court. He would just sit at the other end and they just throw in the ball and he just drop it in the hoop. Real question. If he stood almost under the basket, but he had one foot on either side of the lane, could he get a lane violation for that? That's an excellent question. Yeah. I don't I don't know the basketball rules well enough. <laughs> and I don't think it's interesting enough for me to go and look it up, but <laughs> let's assume he'd get away with it. All right. For one year and then they would change sure. the rules to be some unenforceable nonsense like you need to have your center of gravity outside of the lane and then it yeah. would just the league would just crumble. Also there's a there's a back to the basket rule too, isn't there? Uh, I think only when you have the ball. Oh, okay. There's like a three second or five second back to the basket. I can't remember. Mm. Which is a dumb rule, by the way. I agree. Uh, When I play 2K and I'm doing like franchise and it does like the rule changes whenever they uh, propose um, changing that rule and then uh, it says like rejected, I override it to approved. I'm like, yeah, we're getting rid of that. I enjoy in that game, like just fast forwarding a couple seasons to see what bonkers ass rules. Like at one point in time, they adopted uh, a 14 second shot clock, just period end. I don't know why. And then there was another weird ass rule that I was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? It made the game really weird. Yeah, I remember. I remember once I was noticing why is every team only scoring 60 points a game? And I figured out it's because the shot clock got changed to like 45 seconds. And I was Wait, like, what? Yeah, I was like, this has got to be the worst. Why would that be a thing? Nobody would go see those games. Yeah, at least the 14 second game clock, I could at least see in some dystopian basketball future, we need more scoring. So make it quicker, make it quicker, make it quicker. Um, but 45 seconds, that's yeah. some fucking 1920s bullshit. Yeah, there's also there's also one to just eliminate the shot clock. Good lord. Gotta go back to some James Naismith days. Alright, back to the show. There were moments... This show was weird as fuck to the point of... There were things that I think were supposed to be funny that I couldn't find funny because all I could think is this show's just weird. Like, what the fuck are they doing? The, 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 the house on stilts for no, like the, the 30 foot fucking stilts that were made out of cinder blocks. The woman at the Bing Bang Burger that was making burgers, but doing so with superhero like speed. Like, yeah. That just things that just didn't make any lick of sense. Is it alluding to like some sort of 
like superpowers aren't that uncommon type of thing the 30 foot stilt house i don't think so i think that was just some weirdo dude uh but that woman yeah for sure or maybe so here's the thing maybe i just missed it or maybe maybe i don't pay attention or maybe it was never explained walter goggins character this this superhero the beginning of the episode, it seemed more like he was just a comic book writer. Yeah, it wasn't until it wasn't until uh, he came to break up the bar fight that I realized uh, that he was a real world thing. But it felt like a uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse type of Spider-Man where there's like comic books and stuff about him, but he's a real. Was that the same superhero that broke up the bar fight? I thought that was somebody else. Oh, I was thinking it was the same. Oh, because I don't think that that guy's name was Spotlight. I didn't think that the that Walter Goggins' character name was Spotlight. Oh, okay. So there's multiple superheroes even? Oh, gosh. I got to watch more of this show. What I was saying earlier about the show uh, being too weird to be funny at points was meant to lead into a point, which is that there were moments that had me fucking dying out loud laughing, though, which like... Uh, the scene where he's trying to get outside the out of seclusion for the first time, but he's dressed up like a fucking giant bush for some reason. Yeah. That was the weirdest fucking thing, but I was dying laughing at that. And there was something else I wrote down that just cracked me up. Oh, it was <laughs> when they were driving in the car and he was talking about, or one of his friends was talking about his buddy that got busted for selling weed without a license. And he asked why. And he said, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, either for shits and giggles or for rent money. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, I know that the existence of giants in this show has been documented, but they, they describe it as like a once at every generation type of a thing. So he's like a one in seven billion type person. The reactions that he's getting when like people are running and like seeing him or running into him are just like, oh, hey, man, what's up? That's definitely weird. As you were describing that, that once in a generation thing I have a problem with. Why? For the exact reason you just stated, which is that it's one in seven billion or whatever. But even a generation ago, there were only like four and a half billion people. Oh, yeah. And then a generation before that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's becoming more and more infrequent at this point. Or, or there's, there's two more, now. There's more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Watching this show and thinking about an episode two and like the way that this thing ended, I was like, how are we going to do like, like, you remember that one episode two that we did that never got released because my computer broke, but it was the like weirdest, like uh, there were like mechs in like like space travel and stuff in it. <laughs> and so I was thinking about doing an episode two for this one. I was like, we're not going to be able to take it anywhere that seems implausible for what this show's doing. Yeah, which is why. Hmm. I think we need to write an episode two. Okay. But we re need to really ground this show. Okay. <laughs> we, we've we've got to go against our better instincts, got to go against the, the ethos of this show and just really make this a lot more of a grounded 
serious, not at all goofy show. All right. So Cootie, who's the giant's name? Yeah. Episode two opens up and he is laying in bed and he shoots up and goes, oh, shit. College applications are due in a week. <laughs> As all 19 year olds do. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh. I better call my uh, my student advisor. Uh huh. So he like picks up a gigantic telephone. He uh-huh. dials. It's got to be a rotary because I don't think they make gigantic telephones with the buttons big enough. Okay, so he rotaries it, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Hello, counselor." And then it cuts to uh, somebody sitting like behind a desk in a cloud, wearing like big robes, and also a giant person. It's like, ah, oh, yes, you need help with your college applications. Uh, behind the, like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like a, like a cloud like there's tower. So, they're, they're so, okay, they're, they're in a tower in the clouds. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, I'm busy over here trying to think of a fee-fi-fo-fum uh, pun for their college counseling business, but I can't come up with one. It, it's not a business. It's a service. Like, um, they work for the school. But they work out of a tower in the clouds. I said we needed to ground this show, Michael. <laughs> this is a serious situation. He forgot about his college applications. <sighs> so anyway, uh, the counselor says, yes, meet me at noon. You better get started. The beanstalk is real slippery today. <laughs> He's like, okay, I hope I don't do any drugs on my way. <laughs> Another serious topic. Man, we are doing such a good job at connecting with the youths and like <laughs> really hitting on topics uh, that are important to them today. So college, mm-hmm. not doing drugs. Yeah, not we doing ne- drugs is bussing. <laughs> I can't tell if I cringe that hard or if I could feel it has to have been me. I was going to say if I could feel our collective listeners cringing that hard, but there's not enough of them for me to feel it that hard. <laughs> yeah. So college applications, not doing drugs. Yeah. What else? What else uh, is important to use these days? Oh, man. My TikTok's not getting enough views. Yeah. He's definitely have to get on TikTok. I've got a real question, though, that I didn't think of. He was playing video games during this episode. How did he get a controller big enough for his 13-foot hands? He didn't. He was doing like this. He needs a bigger controller, man. Yeah. He must have, like, little pressers on on his thumb, like little probes or something. What's the word I want? I have no idea. (laughs) You keep making this gesture. With, like, like a little probe on it so you can hit the button. So he's like, I'm having issues with my, oh, I'm having issues accepting my own body. That's another one. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's about time that his parents give him the birds and the bees talk for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The birds birds and the giant bees talk. So... So, 
when a man loves a woman and don't try this <laughs> do not do this to somebody but <laughs> when a 13 foot man loves a 13 foot woman we cannot stress that point enough uh-huh uh-huh you will kill somebody <laughs> we're nailing this yeah what other issues that's what i'm thinking drugs sex rock and roll <laughs> is rock and roll an issue it is corrupting the youths and the giants i think and i think it's appropriate that we bring it up because that first episode was him getting all mad about the fact that he didn't get to listen to music with a subwoofer before oh yeah so he's gonna get really so he says no to drugs but he gets way too into music <laughs> That did make me laugh when he discovered subwoofers and he confronted his parents about it. And he was like, I've been listening to music with shitty bass because you didn't introduce me to subwoofers. That's abuse. Yeah, he was uh, he was a very special young man. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Oh, let's try this. Because you've got you've had some training at least in like uh, psychology and counseling, right? Yeah. Okay. So a little bit. You role play the counselor, and I'll role play the giant coming to you with a problem that I have. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, take a seat. Well, I guess <laughs> you probably just have to stand, but yeah. Go ahead. What's what's bringing you into my office today? Oh, man, I'm just really down. Ugh. My girlfriend, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I crushed her with my gigantic penis. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> Honestly, powerful. I can see why that would be. <laughs> you want to go crush some more people? I, I feel like a big, big man. <laughs> Sometimes I see like somebody driving like <laughs> a sports car or something is this you or is this the... i'm still role-playing okay got it uh a sports yes. car or something go on they think that they're hot shit uh-huh so i just whip it out and crush their car with it yeah i can um i've got i've got questions i don't want the answer to <laughs> okay what are they i'll answer them no i i won't be doing that Instead, why don't you tell me about your mother? <laughs> oh, man, my mom? She's dead. <laughs> Car accident? <laughs> yeah. I could tell. Ooh. And scene? Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Yeah. Okay. It was good to flex the therapy muscle again. Oh, yeah, you did a great job. <laughs> It's a shame you're still not doing it. You could help a lot of people. Yeah, with that. I know. When he got in that fight outside that bar, so basically the fight started with he absentmindedly knocks a guy over. 
did that actually happen? I didn't see it. I didn't. I don't remember seeing it either. But this okay, is so what some the guy was just saying. being a punk. Was he? Because all he asked for was an apology. Uh, he was asking for it like a punk. Yeah. He was. He was looking to start a fight. You think so, dude? Within thirty seconds of of this fight starting, he was jumping off his car and fucking like anime, like fist out in front, like he was a superhero going to punch Cootie in the face. Yeah, what he needs is like a special contraption to whip around and uh, a big sword so he can just slice Cootie in the back of the neck and kill him for real. I'm mad because earlier when we were doing the the teenager, the the episode two. And we were talking about rock and roll as being a problem that faces the use. There was an opportunity there for a cootie in the blowfish joke. And I completely dropped the ball. I'd like to apologize to our audience, both for having to hear that joke now. And also for me not having thought of it earlier. (laughs) It's a pretty good joke. I am surprised because you're such a, what do they call hootie in the blowfish fans? Uh, Hootie head. (laughs) Cause you're such a, cause you're such a hooter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Hootie Head, then. Hootie Head's not much better, (laughs) but it is better. (laughs) Did you, I didn't notice it from the actual audio, but the closed captioning I was, I had on definitely called it out. Did you notice that uh, Walter Goggins' AI, that when he was asking about the threat level for, for Cootie or whatever, was done impersonating Bill Cosby? No, I did not. <laughs> it definitely was, but I didn't notice it right away. It was just, it was subtle, but uh, the closed <clears> captioning <throat> spoiled it for me that it was definitely Bill Cosby's voice. Um, I missed what the threat level. He was asking when he saw about Cootie on the news, he asked uh, about the threat level for this giant, for the thwomp monster. Did we hear the answer? Uh, I don't remember. Oh. I didn't write it down. Okay. It was enough for him to start like looking seriously at the camera. I'm not sure if uh, we actually saw the answer, if we were just led to believe he's going to he's gonna try and attack him anyway. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It'll be something. Why do you think his parents or his aunt and uncle had so many weapons and also they were so enormous? Because at least one of those was a fucking huge-ass gun. Yeah, like, it looked almost meant for Cootie. Mm-hmm. And, like, where'd they get it and where the fun... Like, like is this going to turn into, like, actually, we're not your aunt and your uncle. We're government agents trying to control... This is my theory. Government agents trying to control this giant. Why the government wouldn't just eliminate the giant, I don't know. Oh, because they want to use him. So you think that they're wanting to use these weapons against him? Because the impression I got was that they were going to use it to defend him. Oh. Against Walter Goggins. Well, they don't know that Walter Goggins is concerned about him. They, they just ad- saw the same. That's the th- that's the whole point of the episode was that they were certain that uh, he was going to gain attention and then was going to be killed. And who else is going to do it? But the Iron Man level superhero. That is patrolling the streets of their city. Those were some fucking advanced ass weapons to kill a giant when I'm pretty sure just a simple gun would do. That's a fair point. Well, my theory was going to be that they work for the government and they're trying to like 
brainwash him into yeah that could still be the case and those weapons are what they gathered to protect him from walter goggins's character oh okay that makes sense so how how quickly until they walter goggins kills them in a normal show i'd say it'd be like the fifth or sixth episode but in this show, because it's all, it just careens into weird so quickly, it'll be the next episode. Yeah. One is, or both of them are going to die in the next episode. This is his origin story. The, the, as a villain or as a hero? I think he's going to be... Hmm. He's going to be sympathetic. And he's not going to be evil. But whether or not he is the vi- villain... I think he will be the villain as much as Walter Goggins will be the hero, which is to say that, yeah, he's the hero, quote unquote, but the point of the show is to point out this guy's kind of fucking gross. Right. And Cootie's not going to be like robbing banks or like doing gang activity or anything. But he will be using his giant dick to crush cars on right. accident. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And on purpose. Just teach people to feel, a lesson to, to feel the power yeah, yeah. <laughs> i liked the scene when he was talking to a pretty lady and he kept talking about how she could be in a like a backup dancer in a music video <laughs> yeah but not not like the upfront dancer but like you'd have your pick of the music videos that you could be in the background of <laughs> <laughs> is such a great backhanded compliment i yeah i really enjoyed that it was a funny show. It was funny. It was also very weird. And much like Sorry to Bother You, I genuinely can't decide if I should be high when I watch the rest of it. Ooh. Yeah. I only saw Sorry to Bother You once in the theaters, but I liked it. But I, yeah. I saw it high, and I sort of knew what was coming. But man, it just... I. I'm not sure I could follow everything that was going on. And I'll be honest, watching this first episode, completely stone cold sober, I'm not sure I followed everything that was going on in this. So I'm not sure that being high is going to enhance this experience in the slightest. Right. Uh, Also, just like this, if I didn't know that Boots Riley made this watching it, I'd be like, that guy who made, sorry to bother you, made this. Uh, It, you... He's got a style, mm-hmm. especially that shot of the five guys attacking the giant, like on top of them. Very distinct. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I might watch more. If either one of us actually watches more, let the other person know what they thought. Agreed. You got anything else for this show? I watched. The first episode of a Netflix exclusive show Ooh. on Wednesday. What was it? It's their new show from Peyton Manning called Quarterback. Oh, I saw that. How was that? Uh, It was pretty okay. I only watched it because my team's quarterback is in the show and he seems like such a huge fucking dork. I kind of wanted to see if he was as big a dork as he seems. And the answer is absolutely he is. Nice. Um, not in like a, a fun way, just like in a Jesus Christ, you're such a fucking dork. <laughs> uh, we they they're going by like 
throughout the season chronologically. And so early on in the season, uh, Kirk Cousins got lambasted a lot for his choice of wardrobe the first week uh, because he was wearing just the daddiest button up like short sleeve shirt that it, it got fucking roasted on Twitter. Uh, like some of my favorite jokes were uh, this guy looks like he's just rolling in Cole's cash. And uh, fuck, I can't remember what the other one was that had me dying laughing, but uh, it cracked me up. Me and Kathy watched it and made fun of him a lot uh, throughout. It was a good time. Nice. But it was it was actually entertaining. It was a fun show. I The three quarterbacks they pick that they follow are Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and then Marcus Mariota. And two of those quarterbacks are very, very good. And one of them is not. And the one of them that is not is not getting a lot of airtime in that show. So mm. it seemed like a weird choice. I saw like, it was one episode. So I saw like the pre-roll of it or whatever. And it was just like Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense. I, at your suggestion, watched Secret Chef. Yes. And have watched all of Secret Chef now. Shit. I enjoyed it. Some of the challenges that they do, I had not seen before, and I thought were very cool. Um, I'll have to keep watching then. Yeah. Uh, my favorite challenge was the one in the second episode. Okay. Uh, so I think it's worth a watch if you can get over that stupid, annoying, chefy chef hat animated thing that they have. <laughs> that, not liking it. But other other than that pretty solid it must get more annoying as it goes on because i thought it was completely forgettable in the first episode oh yeah no pretty annoying all right other than that um i wanted to follow up on our glad oh episode within an episode pod pod again pod pod eaters uh-huh yes um, our, our hit our hit podcast about american gladiators and yeah. all things american gladiators i was listening to last week's show and we were talking about the velcro game yeah where they um uh dressed the guys up in velcro and were the gladiators were throwing them into a velcro wall and just bouncing off and they're like oh man the force must be just too much for them to to stick to the wall and it made me think when i was listening to our episode wait a minute they got this idea from people literally jumping on trampolines and hitting Velcro walls and sticking to it. There's got to be something else going on here. The I There might be something else going on here, but I think you're still discounting the fact that they got the idea from a show where somebody's trying to stick to a wall. Whereas this is a show where people are trying not to stick to a wall. So I think that there is something to be said for like bouncing around and probably trying to like push off of the wall and all those little movements that would cause you not to stick. That's fair. My but I think th your theory is even better. Yeah. My theory is that they accidentally made the suit in the wall out of the same side of the Velcro uh -huh. and nobody's realized it for 40 years. Hashtag all hoops or what is it? Hoops and loops or something. <laughs> yeah. Hoops and loops. Hashtag all hoops. All hoops. Oops, all hoops. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's just let's just cut this in. Hashtag oops, all hoops. <laughs> Hashtag oops, all hoops. Hashtag podpodikin podpodiators. <laughs> Hashtag oops, we're running out of characters. 
Should we get a Threads account? <laughs> oh, I was going to bring this up. Um, a couple weeks ago, Shay mentioned maybe your podcast should get a Threads account. And I said, what's Threads? And she said, you need to get it back on the internet, man. <laughs> and then I looked into it and saw that it was a meta thing. It was like, no, doesn't that doesn't feel any better. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I don't like we I have no way of nobody's fucking using our website. That's for sure. As far as communicating with us in any way. But maybe that's because it's just our four friends who we <laughs> play D&D with regularly. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do a threads account. I'll get right on that. All right. I'm setting an alarm right now to remember to get right on that. And then we'll announce what our thread is. I don't, I don't know any of that. Like, th- that's going to be the humor in the next probably two weeks of episodes is me not knowing. Any, and I'm not going to look into any of it. We're just going to old person it up for two weeks. Yeah. Well, want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with Michael and Eric. If you liked it, you should check out our website. It's episode one podcast.com. Uh, you could also probably, maybe by the time this episode comes out, check out our Threads account. Yeah, Google it. Google's a thing, right? Yeah, Bing it. Bing <laughs> it. Uh, uh, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Still sitting at 41? It's at 41? We've been at 41 for a while. No, last time I checked it was 40. Mm, no, I was pretty sure that we got it to 41 like way back then i could be wrong i'm doing this based off of memory yeah 40 all right well then i'm wrong go to the apple store give us a bunch yeah thanks boz d yeah thanks boss see you next week on threads.com probably Probably threads.com. Threads.biz. <laughs> okay. <laughs>